We're not. Okay. Hi, I'm Bruce. I'm Adam. And I'm Aaron. Did you notice that I changed your microphone? No. I did. I made it so it's pointing at you. But I was told not to do that by Bruce. What? Speak directly into the mic? I have never told you that. I don't know. I don't have that recorded. I don't have that recorded either. I but don't have that recorded. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I moved Can you guys mic. stop bullying me? Yes. <laughs> Going right into that. It's not like he's going to listen. <laughs> Say the date. <laughs> what's, the, what's today's date? It's May 15th. <laughs> you heard it here first. Now that's that's rich. That's rich we right pick, there. We pick on him exclusively for days. And the worst the thing is he's never going to listen to any of this. So You don't think? Nope. Guaranteed. No. Guaranteed. Oh well. It'd be fun. It's a shame cuz it would be funny if he did. True. Uh, Sorry for the inside joke. Yeah, don't worry about that. I need to bring my stupid boom over here. I was going to do you that. You said today. you were just going to order another one. Just order another one. They were the cheapest part of this yeah, whole setup. I know, it was like 30 bucks, 20, 30 bucks, something like that. It might have been even less than that. Yeah, I think it was like 23 bucks. The boom. mics, the mics were the bucks. expensive part. Yeah, boom, gone. Or no, because mic plus the boom was 100 bucks total. The mic was, I think, 65, 70. So the boom would have been closer to 35, 30. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. How's everybody at home doing? Yeah, what's going on? How's the last week been? Are you thinking? Going, yeah, going back? very strange for me. Cataloging the week? Yeah, because it all just kind of... I'm not kidding. Like, when I say every week is exactly the same, I mean that. It's, like, outside of, like, oh, this customer wasn't out this week. That's about the only thing that changes. All right. I'm seeing more people on the road, and I'm especially noticing that it's getting warmer. And I've noticed that right around lunchtime in this little village, this town's main street is full yep i mean it's kind of surprising we're seeing a lot of traffic considering that there's a fuel shortage going on true but then again i also i've heard about the fuel shortage before right because i haven't actually (laughs) experienced it yet because i also because i work from home currently i now have a full tank for like three weeks before i start to notice that it's going down right and i also think people around here are smart enough to not play into that panic so we're not panic buying and then blowing you know through all of the reserves of the gas stations or putting it into plastic grocery bags or plastic totes right or laundry baskets there's a video so long ago i remember watching of a woman at a gas pump filling up grocery bags plastic grocery bags and putting them in the trunk of the car yeah yeah i remember that well now it's realism well no it was real back then No, it was legit yeah 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 that was legit it's so strange to hear that people are doing that again. Yeah, and then you got, you know, Hummers that burst into flames. and How'd that happen? Because they were hoarding they were hoarding fuel in, in, oh. in the back of, in the, back of uh-huh. the H2, I think. <laughs> I think it was an H2 or an H3, yeah. Like, there are literally... And they, des- oh, they, they decided to light a cigarette. Like you do. Like you do. <laughs> but <laughs> what I was going to jump in and say is that... gallons and gallons well, of gasoline. <laughs> now that people are hauling around gallons and gallons of gasoline, people are putting on Facebook and Twitter these messages that everyone should know. Like, gasoline evaporates. Please be careful around it. But, like, it's kind of like the old, you know, telling people don't put metal in the microwave, but they're not getting it. These are 30, 40-year-olds who just maybe older than that, just not understanding anything about the dynamics of gasoline. It sure feels like the more accessible information is, the less intelligent everybody's become. Hmm. It's probably a, a topic for a different podcast. For the, our sister podcast. Yeah. Um, dumb 
people snobs or something. I don't know. But yeah, gasoline itself is not flammable. It's, it's the fumes. <laughs> I'm on board with this podcast so long as we record <laughs> it from the bench of a mall and we call it people watching. Oh, dude. Uh, I'm on that. Dude. I'm totally on that. People watching. That's yeah. some next some next level shit right there. We just snobby live. people watchers. We yes, snobby people Judge, watchers. Judgmental. <laughs> judgmental assholes on a bench. <laughs> yeah. Well, wasn't three entitled white dudes? <laughs> yeah. Well, wasn't there a char- one of the characters from Sopranos? He did like a late night a late night skit on one of like last like one of the late night talk shows or something like that. It was like the judgmental bastard. I don't know. I'd have to look that up, but it sounds like something up my alley. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, and he would judge people, but people watching, people watching. Yeah. yeah. But no, this gasoline thing, it's yeah. a, I don't know how much more it's going to go. I mean, I think, and I think now that we are, you know, past a year in the original pandemic of shortages like that, we're, we're seeing how doom saying and prepper prepping is actually causing worse damage than the actual shortages are like when everybody went out and bought toilet paper that caused shortages of toilet paper yep. if people are going to go out and buy as much gas as they can then they are going to run cause, out yeah like like they have they f- we're we're in what they call just in time ordering where you order you have to speculate how much you're going to need on a week-to-week basis and that's all you order you don't order more than that so if all of a sudden there's a huge explosion of people don't mind the pun but an (laughs) explosion of people buying gasoline or buying toilet paper that they didn't anticipate you're gonna run out but Mm -hmm. if you keep buying like you normally would you're good you'll be fine what's your opinion bruce you're opinionated like the rest of us i got fixed as soon as you said pun i got fixated on a joke all right give it to us uh every every year at the new york state fair they have a joke contest you enter a joke try to win and if i forget you know they change the prize every year but last year or i should say the year before last um to better my chances of winning i entered under 10 fake names oh my god uh to try and win or better my chances of winning but no pun intended Ah, uh, uh, I love it. What he did there. Yeah. I see it. Um, I'm going to skip right over that and go back to something. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Um, that should have won. Yeah, that, that should have won. It should have won, Bruce. <laughs> um, I, I want to ask you guys, because you probably know more of this than me. I'm only speculating here, but do... Uh, the agencies around here that exist to service cars, do they also take a hit if a lot of people try to do something like, I'm going to go ahead and guess inspections need to be done by a certain amount. So everybody goes to get their inspections done and then they end up having to wait instead of people who are thinking ahead of time. Am I making sense? I'm curious what you mean, but what agencies are you talking about? Like garages? Yeah, garages. I don't really know what to call everything because I know not everything is a body shop, but um, like a place like, let's say you need to get your tires rotated and oil changed. Um, it, is there ever times that you know of where just so many people try to do it at the same time or because they're about to go on vacation? Specifically that- oil changes right before Thanksgiving. Okay. Going on trips, the, traveling. Like Valvoline instant oil changes get swamped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm guessing people even get mad if they're like, what do you mean I have to wait five weeks? You know? No, they. it's never that long, but no. they, they, 
I'm pretty sure they still do this. They guarantee like a 15 minute oil change, but you wind up waiting in line for close to oh, an hour. Okay. And I kind of wonder, like I have it in my head, like I feel like there would be more traffic at the end of the year for inspections because people, the sticker is changing. Towards the end of the month. Toward, towards the end of the month for sure. Because that's, you know. Because even if you get your car inspected on like the 12th of the month, I don't believe you are required to get an inspection for your car till the very end of the month. Right. Yeah. Like if it, if it gives you like a month, it expires on this month. So yeah. it's the last day of that month. But I mean, the colors change every year. So I wonder, I wonder if there's a mad rush, like at the very end of the year that people are like, I've been skating by on this color sticker for three months that my inspection. It all up. comes up like all those cameras you see on the back of cop cars. All of that information gets pulled down when they That's uh, true. scan do, your license plates. Do they do inspections? Do they look for inspections yes, on that? Are you sure? I, yeah, because it goes through the New York State's uh, DMV's website. But you don't get fined or anything like that for not being inspected. If they don't want to pull you over, they don't have to. But they like it will show up that your your uh, inspection is up interesting huh. it'll show that your registration is up yeah because the rs4 was its inspection was up in october of last year like i don't i'm not sure if it can do insurance i don't think it can do insurance i think it's the other way around i think it can do insurance because when i was in my younger days i let my insurance i when it was when i first got my insurance i paid the first month and then i never paid another month after that because it was a great idea it was smart real smart and i went like five or six months without insurance on my car and my license got suspended. Uh, I had to, to, the registration on my car was revoked. And because it was over 90 days in New York state, I had to go however long that I was without insurance, I had to go before I could register it again. So I went five months without it being insured. I had to go five months afterwards before I could put it back on the road. True story. Valuable lesson there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Learned a valuable lesson during that for sure. There was something I was going to say about gasoline, too. What were you going to say about gasoline? It's very volatile. It smells nice. It does smell nice. It's a great way to clean your hands when you have a lot of grease on it. I don't know cool if I would do that. Touch. I'm not sure I would do that or not. It actually is a pretty good grease cutter. Strips, and it feels paint. very cold as it evaporates. Yes. We are not advising that anyone do this. No, do not. you do not want it. I have only had it on my hand as an accident. <laughs> you don't want it on you. You don't want it on the paint of your car either, for that matter. No, I don't know. I can't think of what I what it was I was going to say. We got we got um, sidetracked. Something. Well, let me, let me ask. I mean, I don't actually know the cause of this. Is it because a lot of people weren't driving during the pandemic, and now as restrictions are releasing, people are driving more, and that's causing it? Or is there something else in the world that's causing shortages of shipments, or the Suez Canal thing? I don't. Yeah, that's uh, that would be my best guess. Is the Suez Canal thing. And I mean, the pipeline that just got <clears throat> hacked, I think that was kind of, mm. that probably led to the, sure. the most recent panic about it. Right. But I don't know. I think, you know, with COVID restrictions getting lifted, people are feeling safer, more safe traveling. So they're being out on the roads more. Going to Florida more. Where was this pipeline that got hacked? It was the, um, I can't think of the name of the, of what the pipeline was. And they hacked it to do what? It was the uh, the Colonial Pipeline is the name of it, um, and this pipeline spanned from I think like Texas area down down south the Gulf of Mexico all the way to the northeast region like up here past New York up to New York City. Um, the hack was a malware malware attack, so somebody in that organization got clicked on a link or went someplace that they shouldn't have. They downloaded malware and it encrypted all of their files. 
Mm. It was ransomware. Okay, so it didn't like redirect the flow somehow or anything? No, no, it didn't do anything like that, but it shut the systems down so that they weren't able to continue. The spice must flow. Yes, the spice must flow. The gas must flow. And, uh, you know, obviously this is, I guess it has a little bit to do with cars because it's gasoline, it's oil, but uh, they ended up paying. It has a lot to do with cars. Yeah, they ended up paying the ransom $5 million to decrypt their files. (laughs) Wow. Yep. Okay. Yep. I, I work in I work in this sector, that's so a cool I'm cool story. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty well. It's not even sarcastic. Cool story. That's a cool story. Yep. And you're only going to see that happening more and more. Oh, you mean giving in to the demands is not going to uh, have any effect well, on redoing it? Well, I think the government was was encouraging the Colonial Pipeline to not pay the ransom to oh, stop the okay. encouraging. I the government this. had paid the ransom. No. The clon- okay. No, it was the company that paid the five million. Well. Well, hey, I mean, if, <laughs> if you're... Like they can afford that. Well, if your kid throws a tantrum because he wants a cookie and you give him a cookie, he'll probably never throw a tantrum again. No, right. Right, that's it. One tantrum. Yeah. That's all you get. Okay. So that that's interesting. That's interesting. And I mean, that opens up a lot of implications, like what other industries, what other sectors might become vulnerable to that kind of stuff? And what are they doing to mitigate the risk on getting hacked and whatnot? I did have a topic, not a big topic, but another topic um, I wanted to bring up that's kind of related to this, if you guys want to talk about it. Well, no. How did they... I mean, money's traceable, so... They were using cryptocurrency. That's what they paid the ransom with. Mm. Bitcoin. Yep. I think they, it was something like uh, 500 Bitcoin or something like that, or 5,000 Bitcoin. Mm. I don't even know what the price of Bitcoin is nowadays. It's like it's 50, recently 50, just it's like 50 collapsed. Years. Again? Because Elon Musk. Because Elon Musk said that you can no longer buy Teslas with crypto coin. And how long ago was it that he said you could buy a Tesla with cryptocurrency? I like two weeks. I know that it was literally like two weeks ago. I was looking at a graph and like the currency just plummeted. Well, Well, didn't it plummet after the first initial like boom? It did, but it never went as low as it. It was. It's always been in like the thirty, forty thousand dollar per Bitcoin range. Oh shit! It's crazy. And then you got Dogecoin and you got all, and this is a shout out to uh, some of the people I know that are listening to the podcast, Toby and Sean, keep up your cryptocurrency and keep up listening to us. Thanks. Just a friendly shout out. And if you can make money in it, good for you. Toby, he like got in on Dogecoin. Doge? Dogecoin, Dogecoin, however you say it. I always thought it was Doge. I think I've heard people say Doge, but I don't know if they're making uh, fun of it or not. I don't I don't know, although I don't know this, Toby. I just want to say, be prepared to don't go down with the ship. Diversify your bonds. Yes. Yeah. When, when they say hold, they're trying to keep the price as elevated as they can so they can make the money, my man. So get out while the getting's good. Yeah. yeah. I won't. I'm not going to say There's my, always bag holders. I'm not going to do my, my stance on. Did you say bagels? No. Bagels? I'm switching over to my thing. Okay, car that's fine. Car scams. Car scams. Yeah. I had a family member go through a car scam, and I'm wondering if you guys know of similar car scams. Um, this is less of a malware issue and more of a uh, Craigslist too-good-to-be-true deal with buying a car. You send in a... Uh, what is it? A It's not a cashier's check, is it? It's a... You send them a... No, it's usually something like a... Uh... A couple of $500 Walmart gift cards or something. Oh, see, this the family member that I had was one where you go to either Western Union well, or... Well, like a MoneyGram or something MoneyGram, like that. yeah. yeah is you that do it? a MoneyGram um, thing, and then you give them a $1,000 MoneyGram, and then, uh, you know, the, an email gets sent to you. 
we're really sorry. The car is on the train. It's headed your way. You can help us out. Um, you, you'll get this money refunded to you, but the train does need help getting through the snow. Um, so send us another money gram of $250 and then, um, so what, what's the end goal for the scam that you get the car? Nope. You never get the car. There is no car. Well, no, I mean like, what do you, what is the, the person that's being scammed? What are they expecting? Are they a car. Expect, they're, they yeah, are they're expecting, expecting a car, a car and, and they're saying that they're getting this car from a manufacturer. Um, or no, that they're saying that a manufacturer, uh, a seller bought too many cars and brought okay and they're trying to liquidate their yeah and now one of the things that you can do is you can google or whatever your preference of search is and go on and type in money order money order that's the thing you type Mm. in money order and then you can even go can you buy a car with a money order and then the thing will say yes but craigslist will never guarantee that you can so craigslist i think is kind of shysty anyway isn't it yeah yeah because they they there's no guarantees on craigslist no and i had a i had a family member who has has made some poor judgments in her life but this time she had lost about two thousand dollars trying to get a car man and then afterward it was it was one of those things where everybody around was like did you google to see if it was even legal and she said yes and then i immediately pulled up my phone wrote the question in, and it was like no in fact amazon says you can't do this you know right oh they were doing it from Craigslist through Amazon, you know. Well, like when when I bought my RS4, I knew I knew how much the guy was asking for. I knew I knew how much he was asking for the car, so I took out a money order for like three quarters of that, and then I took the remainder in cash so I could try to talk him down when I actually when we actually got there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's there's a degree of safety with it, but there's also a, a chance of there being a scam there. Sure. What concerns me the most is stuff like uh, like Venmo, like buying a car with Venmo. Mm-hmm. And um, when I sold when I sold my TT, the guy offered to Venmo me the money. I think, or maybe there was a car part. There was something where they they wanted me wanted me to Venmo them the money, and I was like, I don't feel safe doing that. Like that they could char like cancel. Or like take the money and not give me the product or something like that. Or no, it was when I sold the when I sold the TT. Like he offered to Venmo me the money, and I was afraid that he was going to take the car and then charge back the Venmo transaction and then get his money back and keep the car and keep the money. You can do that. I I was I was reading online and there were some talk about being able to do a chargeback with Venmo or something like that. Like you can do with your credit card. See, I don't know enough about Venmo <clears throat> to know right. about that, but I do know. Um, when it does come to scamming, a lot of times it will come with either the caveat that you don't actually see the product. So, mm. I mean, I, I would say, I hope everyone in this room would know you're not going to put money forward for something that you can't see or prove that's even real in front of you. Right. Um. I guess that would be a difficulty unless you're working with like a company, like when you had your car brought to you, you knew that wasn't going to be a scam because it's through a business and that, you know, there would be legal protections on your side. Yeah. Um, I forgot what product you use. Um, Carvana. Carvana. Yeah. 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 Um, but like with something else, like with you're dealing with people like that. Now with a car, you do have to have, there are legal exchanges that go through like sure. um, the title. Uh, what else? The title, sa- the title? sales tax, sales tra- registration, inspection, right. ta- tax titles and fees. And I also know with some scams, um, people have purchased, and I don't have examples on me, I should probably look this up, but there have been people who have purchased cars from people, got the title, 
it turns out the car that they got was not the person's. So they bought a car that wasn't. <laughs> they sold you a car that they still have a lien on. Yeah. Ooh. That actually does happen. But there's also been people who have bought stolen cars. Right. You know, so, and that's, and these are scams too. And it's one of those things where you want to be sure what kind of transactions you're dealing with. You gotta, you gotta be careful when, when it comes to buying and selling cars, like there, there's YouTube channels out there. Um, like VIN wiki is one of the websites where you can type in your VIN number and see if there's a history of your car. Where would you find your VIN number? If you were looking for that on your windshield. Yep. If you look uh, at the bottom of your windshield on the driver's side, usually you'll see your VIN number. They also have it stamped in other places on the engine block. I That's think. actually something I did know about, frame. but I still want to make sure our listeners do too. But yeah, they, they had a section on their YouTube channel where they they just they interview random people and it's car it's called car stories and one of the one of the videos was all about scams and stuff. Those. Oh no, I haven't seen that one. No, I think you have. You've, I think you've seen some of the, we we've seen some of the series on there, some of the recordings on there. My, mine are usually like crazy celebrity stories that involve cars. Yeah, yeah, they do some of those too. Okay, like one celebrity, like this is a story of their repoed Lambo or something like that. Mm. God, I wish I could remember who, what celebrity it was. Something to do with a Dodge Viper, and he wanted him to drive it across the country for him. And it turns out it was uh, stolen. It sounds like something that would be on this channel, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and they, they talk about scams and stuff like that. So, I mean, you got to, you know, don't don't send any money to anybody until you see the car. Don't accept money from anybody until they come and look at the car or they have the car in front of you. It's safer that way. Oh, if a seller is pushy, that's oh, yeah. a red flag. For sure. And um, if something sounds too good to be true. It usually is. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being a little cautious. No. No. And the reason why I said that about Venmo is because they they say that to use Venmo with people that you know. Oh. Did not know that. Yeah. I I have actually sent um, people like a penny just to make sure that the right person. Because like if you have a friend named Jessica Smith. I, you you don't use Venmo at all, right? Mm-mm. So when you go to Venmo and you type in Jessica Smith, there's probably 14,000 Jessica Smiths yeah. with numbers after their name. And, you know, your friend might be like, oh, I'm Jessica Smith uh, 241. By the way, Jessica Smith 241, I am not trying to put business to you on Venmo. That is just a... Send Jessica Smith 241 $5 <laughs> from Bro Car Snobs and right. tell her to listen. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, you, you want to make sure that your friend... Because, like, nowadays... Um, so for anyone out there who is like me and works in an office environment, offices are constantly pulling together group gifts for people who are leaving or people who have birthdays or people who have deaths in the family. And now it's been easier than ever to just give five bucks to a company pool because now we have one person in the office who does Venmo. But you always want to make sure that that person's Venmo is actually their Venmo. And this isn't yep. supposed to be an advertisement for Venmo because they don't represent us. But contact us if you want to. Um, We're open to sponsorships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um weird that there would be so many smiths out there because that's such an uncommon name i I, I don't know anybody with the last name of smith yeah luckily i have found that you know and i know we're a little off the topic but it still is all involved with scamming and making sure that it's safe for sure um my venmo app and i'm guessing it's most people's venmo app is uh like it connects people that i know so like even if someone does look like uh or has a name of jessica smith 452 if i have her in my phone as jesse s it will come up as jesse s so like oh so it it links your contact list or whatever yeah Yeah, that's handy and i think it's all it's all about who you let it contact with too like i think it asked you you like do you have facebook on your phone you know yeah that sounds right which i don't anymore but you know you can 
always send a penny, but yeah, I would, I think, um, if you're going to, so I think I was thinking wrong before a money order is secure, but I think there's other MoneyGram information or, um, uh, things that are like, once you put it forward, it can't ever be true. Oh no. Money orders are not tracked. Wait, they, they say yeah, the they definitely yes. are. No, they there say is something that is not tracked though. And that's one of those things. Cashier's where checks. No, they it, say money orders are the, to treat money orders the same as cash and traveler's checks, but they have like numbers on them. When you go to a post office or something to get a, that's so you can contact the bank and verify that the money order is legitimate, but it's still cash. If you have, mm -hmm. if you hold on to a money order, you can put your name on it and you can take the money. Right. Like I even used yeah. to work at a uh, generic supermarket. And I remember when I worked at the customer service desk, right, we but had they'd be able to track that number that was on that. Cause I'm pretty sure every money order has its own individual number. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So they'd be able to see where you cashed that and they'd be able to pull the security footage. Yeah. But they might not know who you are. You don't need to and have an account. You don't have to provide ID. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As long as you have that you treat it like cash but there's a difference between a money gram send if you're sending money through that then that is a little bit more but with anything we have certain laws that if you're doing amounts that are under certain amount that's like, true yeah um you know because people are using these a lot of times um people are funding agencies outside of the u.s or outside of your country or possibly funding terrorist organizations because they send them through these because they are um some of them are not tracked or can't be backtracked I backtraced it. Yeah. Hacker Man is on the case. He's going to track your IP yeah. through the internet. So I'm passing back off to you guys. Got any happy subjects? Well, I was still thinking about scams and whatnot. Like <clears throat> just people, people <laughs> steal, stealing cars and like doing VIN swaps and stuff like that. Like you could, you could like even the 25 year rule we talked about a few weeks ago, like people will import, import a car that's not legal to be registered in the States and take the VIN number off a car that is and stick it on there. Hey, all of a sudden now you have a legal R34 uh -huh. potentially. And I know I've asked you guys this in the past, but in movies there are chop shops and I'm assuming there are real it's chop shops. Still in real a thing. Life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. They'll steal, steal your car and just break it down all to, and all to its basic parts. And Mr. Steal your grill. That's right. I know there's a... I constantly get emails about how my car's extended warranty is up. No, it is. You should probably get on top of that. I just. I got, get calls from all over the country. <laughs> I just got my first one like a month ago. I had never gotten one, and then I got, oh, your extended warranty is about to expire. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And then the more the Elios gets prolonged, the more I think it's a scam. It's a three-wheeled car that was supposed to be out like five years ago. It's supposed to get like 70 miles to the gallon. It's a three-cylinder that was designed by Bugatti, a.k.a. Volkswagen. Mm -hmm. Look it up. Uh, what am I looking up? The Helios? Helios. Helios. It's a, supposed to be a three-wheeled car, but it just keeps getting pushed back, and the more I hear about it, the more it's starting to sound just like a scam. Two in the front or two in the back? Two in the front. Okay. <clears throat> I would make a reference that all the frat boys know, but I'm going to keep it to myself. That about the frozen pizza? No. About two in the front, one in the back. Yeah, keep that to yourself. Yeah. And that's not... This is a gentleman's podcast. That's, that's not... And that, gentle that's ladies. not restricted well, to I mean, frat that's humor. The, that's yeah. what this Elio Motors car is. It's two in the front, one in the back. Thank you. And it's orange. 
I mean, I'm sure they're supposed to come in multiple colors. And then that's the other thing. It was supposed to be very affordable, like seven grand or something like that. 6,800. Yeah. 84 miles per gallon. It's got to have a motorcycle engine or something like that. It's a three cylinder from Bugatti. Wow. They're designed by Bugatti. So that's part of the Volkswagen family then. Yes. But like I said, it was supposed (laughs) to be out like five years ago and it just keeps getting pushed back, keeps getting pushed back. So you're saying this is a scam by Bugatti. Maybe. Well, it's not, Bugatti's not making the whole oh. car. They're just, they help design the engine, supposedly. That's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting look. Yeah. 7,400, though, that's pretty cheap. Yeah, I was very interested in when I first heard about them, but. How much does it seat? Two people? Yeah. Two-seater? One. Okay. Because that, that looks carriage like right there fits. looks like one person there, one person behind You them. might be sitting tandem, yeah. yeah. It's kind of interesting. Hmm. Today I learned. Mm-hmm. There's a, there, I feel like there's a lot of those like random random car companies that come out with these random little tiny one-offs. They never last. No. Never last. But again, that goes into what we were talking about last week about, or the week before, manufacture. Like, how do you, like, breaking into the manufacturing sector, like, how mm-hmm. do you take on these big car companies? It almost doesn't seem possible. Yeah. You have to create a niche and then sell that niche to people. Yep. And make a quality product at right. the same time, you know. I mean, Tesla has been kind of plagued with some fitment issues with their body panels. I don't know if you've heard about that. Oh, God, yeah. Big complaints on, like, the Model 3 and the Model Y. Like, mm-hmm. the, the body panels just don't fit right. But. Well, I know it's a little uh, philosophical, but the idea was always that you got to sell people on the idea, and then you make that idea work. You if win you, on Sunday, you sell on Monday. That's right. If you build it, they will come. We didn't watch that movie. Yeah, I know. And we never will. I brought it up a new number of times today, and I don't like Dennis Quaid. Dennis it's Quaid's Randy not Quaid, in you that. don't like. I don't and like, neither of them are in this I don't, movie. I don't, I'm convinced that one of them is, and I don't care. Randy Quaid, Dennis Quaid, and Morgan Freeman. But Randy Quaid was great <laughs> in Independence Day. Well, sure. No, his character is. <laughs> He's not acting. He, he's Looney Tunes now. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if you. I don't know if you've That's been paying I mean. attention. He's, not acting. he's Looney Tunes now. I like Looney Tunes. Oh, you'd love him then. I don't yeah. know what your problem is. <laughs> got Bugs and you got Daffy and you got uh, Porky, Porky Pig, and, and uh, Shaq. You have or no, Sam not Shaq. Michael Jordan. He's not a tiny Looney Tune. A tiny tune. <laughs> tiny tunes are also good. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, what what, <laughs> what movie did we watch today? Today. Another we, epic car movie. We watched. I forgot the movie already, too. We watched. Oh, my God. I forgot what it was, too. Um, Holy shit. It wasn't the Shawshank Redemption. No. It wasn't it, Field of Dreams. It wasn't Field of Dreams. We watched. Oh, my God. Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Crap. Had a lot of cars in Jesus it. One of the Christ. cars that was in it was a, <laughs> a cargo truck that was driving across had the a, bridge. And a, as it was driving across the bridge. Had an old five ton. It was a Geo yeah. Metro. Mm-hmm. And it had a. It wasn't uh, a Geo Tracker? Or maybe it was a Geo Tracker. I think it was a Tracker. So I guess I should say this. It wasn't a bazooka <clears throat> that hit it. It was the missile that the bazooka fired. And it wasn't a bazooka. It was, it was an, an RPG. RPG. Same thing. Bazooka's bubble gum oh. and a gun, right? I don't know these bazooka things. can bazooka the bubble gum is hard enough to be used as a projectile. True, true. <laughs> but here's the thing, and I'm gonna say this because it's about cars. Um, even though that vehicle was, you know, struck by a missile and exploded, it still looked like the overall general chassis was, you know, solid. 
It's because they hit the drums in the back. True. You true. know they didn't actually shoot a rocket at it. It's a movie. It's real. It's a documentary. Yeah. It was, it a, was, docu- a, it was a documentary on the <laughs> Adam, fakes, it was about the a man story. who's playing a man who's... <laughs> disguised as another man. Playing a dude. Disguised as another dude. Insert clip of Robert Downey Jr.'s mm-hmm. quintessential epic Academy Award winning role as... I don't even know his character's name. Laszlo. Laszlo. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Kirk. Lazarus. Lazarus. Lazlo yeah. <laughs> is something different. <laughs> this is how we talk in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, yes. Survive. Human. Regular human bartender. <laughs> now, what other cars were in that? That was it. I think that was yeah, it. That, yeah. I think yeah, we've right. got a shot of a limo. There was a Huey. Yeah, there was a few Hueys. Uh-huh. UH1s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was about it. Hey, but you know what? When you have to have a terrain like the Vietnam area, you want to have something that can deal with all that mud. Right. And Especially a geo, if you're not having paved roads. A geo tracker is perfect for your typical cocaine you smuggling drug them, cartels. They're pretty capable little off road vehicles. They are. They're not. They can handle themselves pretty well. Look up videos. I'm not kidding. I'm not going to do that. Okay. I'm just going to take your word for it. While because I we watched a documentary tonight about it. Yeah, right. We did. Tropic and Thunder is five, a documentary. And old military five tons are very good off-road as well. well. I mean, the five tons, for sure. Or deuce and a half. And I'm going to go ahead and guess. Deuce and a half is a European. Diesel engines we're Mercedes? talking about. Deuce and a half is an um, European. That's pretty sure. M2. It is? it is? M2 US, yeah. Huh. Your typical cargo truck for the US they military. They had a Mercedes engine in them, though. No, diesel. American Ooh, diesel. Mercedes like a, like makes a, like diesels. A Daimler, like a Daimler diesel. Well, that answers oh, the question my I just God. asked. Oh, we can just look this up. Mercedes has been making commercial diesels for a long time. For those of they you... They were partnered with Detroit Diesel for a while, too, for like all the accoutrement. I'm sorry. It's the M35 series. Two and a half ton, six by six cargo truck. And just so everyone listening at home knows, Adam and Bruce both enjoy diesel engines. I mean, I do. I don't know if he does. I think he said in the past that he does. And if he didn't, I'm now stating that he does. That I like what? Diesel. No. Uh oh. Apparently he likes diesels as much as he likes motorcycles. Motorcycles? Motorcycles. Oh. And then he was making the sound of a motorcycle while he was saying Yeah. Uh let's see here. I like both motorcycles and diesels. I would like to make a diesel powered motorcycle someday. Yeah. Bruce like like likes diesels and motorcycles. From 94 until 99, the M35A3, introduced as part of the extended service program, came equipped with a Caterpillar 3116 diesel engine. Back before that one. Yeah, go back before that one. The A2 was powered by an LDT465 made by either Continental Motors Company, Hercules, or White Motor Company. Mm -hmm. It was a six-cylinder turbocharged multi-fuel engine developing 134 brake horsepower. Yeah, but... Read the torque. 334 pounds. <laughs> <There> you go. <laughs> With a five-speed manual and a two-speed transfer case. That's kind of cool. I wonder why I thought they had a Mercedes in them. You're, are you thinking of... Not the Unimog. Yeah, that's what I was going. That's where no, I was going. No, no, no. Uh-huh. Mercedes has been making commercial diesels for a very long time. It's Mercedes, he says. A Freightliner, for the longest time, put Mercedes uh, diesels in their trucks. Mm-hmm. Manufacturer was REO, not the Speedwagon. Speed I knew you were going to go there. I beat you to it. Kaiser, Studebaker, AM General, Kia, and 
Sangyong, South Korea only, or Bombardier. That's a Canadian Bombardier. company. Bombardier, Bombardier, Canada only. Oh, that's uh, some military vehicle talk here on this yeah. car snob. Do you podcast. know what um, musical had one of those in it as its set design? What? I do not. So, there was a musical that takes place Hitler in... Hitler on the Roof? No, this is one that takes place Thomas in the, the Tank Engine? World War II combat zone. Dun, 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 it was dun, called dun, South dun. Pacifica. And that's oh, our one man. for the day. Phantom of the Opera? It was South Pacific. And it, it there may have been a truck in the background of one of the things, but... I'm, a, I'm on I'm edge. just doing the, I'm on edge the now. one of the day. You can't catch me. You can't catch me today. I got it. Well, that that's the only one I got for the day. Okay, well, then you failed. Sweeney that was a, Todd. That was a swing and a miss on the Pacifica. That's because you're an uncultured swine. Cats? Can't confirm. Yeah. Cats? South Pacific. You would actually probably enjoy it. That was a good Medal of Honor game. Fiddler on the Roof? Yes. I think you already said that. He did. It's worth saying again. Yes. Fiddler on the Roof? Rent. The rent is too no. damn high. Anyway, back to cars. Yeah. <laughs> what do we got in the news? Anything? Hello, Dolly has cars oh, in it. Oh, my God. <laughs> it does. That's how they get back and forth to New York City. Cats 2? Chess 2. Best game ever. Yeah, Adam, what do we got to talk about cars? 40 chess? I don't know. I'm looking right now to see... Uh... There was some news that I saw, but I don't remember what it was because I'm a yeah, shitty podcaster. I had nothing for news. Nothing came up that was interesting to me. Well, I mean, with this whole gas gas shortage, I, I kept seeing memes popping up about Tesla drivers, and uh, you know, all dressed up, all fancy in a suit, talking down to the peasants that are peasants having trouble getting getting gas. And then you know, then the gas, the gas fans, the internal combustion engine fans are sending memes back that are like, oh, "What happens when the power goes out?" Or pictures of those those Tesla superchargers getting powered by a diesel generator. That that will never not be funny. Uh, car and driver is reporting that forty uh, percent of car shoppers are willing to pay five thousand dollars over MSRP for a new car. I'm not. Me either. Do they have reasons listed as to why these people are saying yes? Study conducted in the last week of April found that most car shoppers have heard about the semiconductor chip shortage and are aware that it is affecting vehicle production, supply, and prices. Oh. So it's just about getting their hands on something. Yeah, I guess it's a good thing none of us are in the market for a new car right now. Yeah. Over a third of shoppers looking now say they'd wait to buy given the high prices, and a quarter of those people say they'll buy used instead. This is from carndriver.com. That's one thing I will never do is buy used. Well, today, actually, uh, my mom and I, we went out to uh, the dealership to talk talk about cars, to get a new car for her. You know, I think a few weeks ago, we mentioned that we went out there and, you know, little stuff goes on. And uh, she, she asked me, she was like, do you think I'd be better off getting a used car? And I was like, no. Most of them are leases and people who lease never take care of their right. car. They don't you are one the of the few exceptions. Eh. I absolutely did. <laughs> <laughs> Rude, because I made you make sure I did. I don't think I ever. You never asked me to do that. You did. You did the regular oil changes. I did. And Actually, entire rotation. He told me I did them too often. 
I don't think I did. Yes, because I, I told you I did them every... I got a... The first time I was doing it every 2,500 miles. Yeah, oh, my God. That is way too soon. Well, that's what the person at the thing told me I should do to make sure it who, runs best. Who told you that? The person <laughs> out in Albany. Sure the, they were probably like, yeah, you got to come back out yeah. here and they pay us to do it. They that I use make, make sure the dealership. Best. Yeah. Extra most bestest. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's a good pizza. It sure fucking is. <laughs> Don't you dare besmirch the good name of that pizza, hey, man. Also, for, for you know what? <laughs> Listen, little. Mm-hmm-hmm. We're open for sponsorship, too. <laughs> pizza, pizza. It's Venmo yeah. Caesars. <laughs> oh, we'll take it all. Oh, we'll hey, take it yeah. all. Kaisar. Yeah. <laughs> we would even be willing to eat Little Caesars while we do this podcast. Oh, hell It's yes. been done before. Yeah. I'm not even joking. Oh, I'm sure. Oh no, I'm thinking of pizza rolls. Never mind. I'd still do it. Somebody, you know. somebody got sponsored by pizza rolls, and they turned. I can't remember if it, it had to have been a YouTube video I was watching because literally everything that they did had to do with pizza rolls, and the walls were just like nothing but pepperoni. <laughs> no, just empty bags of pizza rolls. Oh my lining God. the walls. That's fantastic. God, I wish I could remember what that was. Totino's. Oh, yeah, Totino's. I was about to say Totino's. Yep, that's what it is. Pizza. Pizza, like Pruppets, come from Marinara. Okay, Brule. Thank you. I like that um, we joke about sponsors, but I don't think not once have we actually mentioned anything related to a car being our sponsor, <laughs> do you think which I, is kind of funny. <laughs> do you think any manufacturer is going to sponsor our ass? Definitely not. If they come out with a shit car, we're going to tell them you came out with a yeah. shit car, my man. I still think it'd be hilarious if the Pacifica was the uh, one that <laughs> This podcast is brought to you. I maintain that the new Pacifica is not like the old Pacifica. No, it's got 13 freaking individual cup holders. It's made in Canada, it as we've heard. It is made in Canada, yes. It's a completely and different car. It has a moonroof. It's not a crossover a anymore. It's just area. a straight it's up a, minivan. It's a minivan. I get it. But the people that drove the first gen Pacifica are probably still going to drive False. the new the new gen Pacifica. No, because okay, they've had right. their look license up, taken up, away from them. Right. From I all guarantee the you, you can had. find those statistics on there. <laughs> I no, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to put Pacifica in my search no. engine. Yeah. No. I'm going to let my confirmation bias rule supreme here. Obviously, anyone who drove the Pacifica before is going to have such high insurance right. from all their crashes that they're not going to be able to pay for, pay for a new one. <laughs> they're going to say, man, I loved my first first Pacifica so much, I'm going to buy another one. Yes. I'm going to buy a latest one. Even okay, though well, it's a completely different car. Let's say for, for argument's sake that the the Pacifica, the new Pacifica is no longer in that realm of crossover idiocracy. So, I, drive a, I drive a crossover. What are you saying? I'm not saying all people that drive crossovers are idiots. I'm saying, so you had the people that were idiots driving the first gen Pacifica, widely regarded as Blanket a tr- piece of trash. Them. Trash. So now that- Just the, called them all trash. No, the car's trash, hey, not, not the drivers. I'm an expert on trash. You are. He's a trash man. That is true. You do have credentials. <laughs> so when the new Pacifica came out and that was no longer the, the car of choice for these idiots, what car did they move to? The Kia something or other. What Kia, though? Whatever their crossover is. Can you be a little more specific? See, now you're forcing it. Now you're you're forcing it. That was a cherry on the top of a lovely Sunday. Although it's Saturday. I don't know. Actually, it's Monday. (laughs) God, I want a milkshake. (laughs) 
Me too. Sounds pretty fantastic. But maybe I'll create a fire while you go pick up a milkshake or two. Yeah. Well, I'll come back and I'll have to do the fire. True, true, true. Um, <laughs> no, I would argue that the Eclipse Cross, I think, is the next Pacifica because I almost got rear ended by one. Did you not? Oh, you probably didn't see the video. No. So I was coming back from Camillus on Wednesday, I think, of last week. I brought I brought the parts um, out to the shop for the RS4, the replacement hoses that I got from Forge. I'll talk about that later. Um, some great news with that. Um, and I was on my way back coming through Canastota, and this chick was driving an Eclipse Cross behind me, staring at her phone the entire time. And I had like you do, like you do, obviously. You know your girlfriends. Oh my God, we're going to the bar tomorrow. Cars drive themselves today. La di da di da. I know it's hard to believe, guys, but Adam is single. <laughs> referring to these chicks that are driving and well, imitating what they're your boy here don't want none if she's going to be staring at her phone the entire time she's driving anyway so i'm looking in my rearview mirror and she's constantly staring at her phone and then on my ass and then a mile behind me and then on my ass and then a mile behind me staring at her phone blah blah well i'm coming up to one of the lights and there's a car pulling into this plaza so i slow down and i see her flying up on my ass at the speed of light and she stuffs the brakes at the last second and almost rear ends me and i got it on video and the video is online for everybody to see i might share it to the podcast page because i think i just shared it to my personal one <laughs> yeah i'm okay with it. i think you legally have to blur out her license plate though i don't think so it's public it's is public it? domain i mean yeah. you can see anybody's license plate I mean, with that VIN wiki site I was talking about, you can type in a license plate number and it'll pull the VIN number for that license plate. Interesting. But there's no personally identifiable information with that, so I don't think there's any gray area there. Hmm. But but yeah, and it's funny because in the video, you can see that she's staring, staring down at her phone, coming up on me, coming up on me, coming up on me, and then she looks up and then, ooh. That's unbelievable. So I would argue that the, the uh, Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross is the next Pacifica, but... Ford Mustang Mach-E. <laughs> the Kia Soul. I'm just randomly saying a name. Do they still make the Soul? Yeah. They do. I think they redesigned it. I think there's a new... new no but I'm talking just, the older design. No longer mm. just a box. No, it's still a box. It's kind of like when they did the XB, the Scion XB. The first gen was super boxy, and the second version was like still boxy, but longer. Does longer? Nissan still make the Cube? Longer. Yes. A bit longer. A bit longer. What? Does Nissan still make the Cube? No. Really? I don't think so. Mm. That was just a weird car anyway, the Cube. I didn't hate... I like. I liked the wraparound window. Did you? Yeah. I thought it was kind of neat. Now, that was on the driver's side? I couldn't tell you. Was there a reason why it was a wraparound? Was it just a stylistic choice? I also couldn't tell you. I noticed those around the same time that I noticed constant elements. You know, you say what you want about the Honda element. It's for stoners. Do you, Did you know, know all of the backside of the car is coated in like rubber rubber that you can just wash they, out with a hose? They have a rubber made package, which is the entire interior of the element is rubber made and there's drains in the floor. For all the crushed up Cheetos you have to wash away from yes. the Pop Tarts and Cheeto fast that the <laughs> See, donors are. I am laughing so hard inside right now. Do you know who of our friends is obsessed with the element? Dan. Dan. Oh, I'm not even going to say, no, I can't say last names, but no, no, it's not Dan. Not Dan. Huh? Mike. You're never going to guess. Because I don't know Mike. your friends. No. Oh. Bob. Yeah. Why? 
he had one once upon a time. He well, he wants one in the worst way. I think They're he's very finally spacious. Up. I know that. I think he's finally given up. He wanted to get the all-wheel drive with a manual. Who's Emmanuel? Emmanuel. Manuel. Inside yep. joke, guys. We're we're talking about manual car. Save the Manuels. Yes. Save the Manuels. Yes. I'm a kind of a hypocrite now because I only got one, but yeah. I've only got one. I guess that's true, but I have two cars. So okay. if I was really truly hardcore for manuals, I would drive two again. I mean maybe I could manually swap manual swap my all road. Let's do it. CJ's uh, middle name is Manuel. Who's that? <laughs> Manuel. Manuel Garcia. No last names. That's his first name. <laughs> Manuel Garcia is his first name. Yes. I did not know this. Well, now you know. Betrayal. <laughs> He's then lying to me. <laughs> but no, they they made um, a B nine A four with a manual. It was a twenty eighteen, so it was a year after my car. They still made a manual. So it'd be a pretty easy swap then. <sighs> I don't know. I'd have to probably swap the dash cluster, the mm-hmm. ECU. Mm-hmm. All that crazy shit. But I don't think it's that hard. Probably it would probably be doable. Oh my god. Are we really gonna do this? I'll help. When, when my loan when ha- my loan is paid off on this. We are going to have to find some other place because that's that's a more than a single that's day. More than a weekend project. So we're gonna uh, have to find a place with a lift that doesn't mind us having it there for a few I'll weeks. I'll help. I'll I'll play music and chat with you guys while you do it. I don't want you DJing. That'd be a one of a kind. That'd be the only one in the country. I mean, I kind of want you DJing, but at the same time, I don't want you DJing. I would use your list of music, and I wouldn't I recommend would be... that. I don't want no. Yes, my music is good in small doses, like the car ride today. Fine. You have a very weird, very weird. I select. listen no, to I, everything I, except I modern country. Music, but at the same time, I would also play guessing games, and I would just be just downright adorable, which I'm good at. My cats agree. I mean, Puck did just chime in just then yes. in agreement. So you don't like modern country, so you know talking about international harvesters is not on I'm your fine playlist. With farming. I thought harvester was from Command and Conquer. <laughs> harvester of sorrows. Nice. I want to bring up. Yes. We have a couple more topics tonight. Yes. Um, you're bringing up a topic. Yes. You have any topics, Bruce? No. Like I said, there was nothing no, nothing news wise that grabbed my interest this week. Okay, so I was thinking, um, if we take a break now, when we get back, we can talk about your story, we can do a little debate, and then I have some trivia for us. Hell yes. All right. We shall return. We shall. Maybe. It's iffy. He did go crazy, though. And we're back. With an old German Luger. No, you're back. Some of us. Baby got back. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. Okay, George Washington. (laughs) Wait, what? That was that's a George Washington quote. The bumpers on these oh. cars can't deny. Thought it was a uh, Abraham Lincoln quote. I mean, he copied. That makes a lot of sense. When a carburetor walks yeah. in with a big muffler in its face, it gets sprung because it's waiting. suspension. I'm still waiting on that hip hop song that you were gonna write us like two weeks ago. Oh, I did it, and it was fantastic, and it dropped, and it already went gold. Oh, it's already platinum, huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, I stand corrected. So, over this last week, uh, I mentioned it earlier. I took, I got. Got some news from the garage on the RS4. The garage? The garage, yeah, the shop, what have you. And uh, the last leak that needed to be resolved was the external oil cooler. 
so this was an aftermarket um, oil cooler that was on there, and I guess a couple of the fittings were le- were leaking, and the kit for the RS4 because it's an RS4 and it's the only company that makes a kit. It's Forge Motorsport. It's eleven hundred dollars for this oil cooler, which is the cooler, the lines, fittings, all that crazy stuff. Uh, so I reached out to Forge to see if I could purchase replacement hoses and fittings to fit into the engine block and. There was a little bit of correspondence back and forth, and they were going to have the parts shipped over from the UK, which is where Forge is based out of. I didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything. I kept reaching out, and they kept saying, you know, we were expecting it, we haven't heard anything, yada, yada. Well, the most one of the most recent times I contacted them, he was like, I'm just going to take the parts out of a kit that we have on the shelf right now. I'll send you the parts, and when we get the new ones, then I'll replace the ones in the box. And I was like, okay, perfect. Gave him my address and everything like that, and I didn't hear anything. Well... Box shows up in my apartment like a week later, got the parts in it and I didn't get charged. They didn't charge me for it. They didn't charge for the shipping. They just shot me, shot me this stuff, which I think is amazing customer service for, for one to do that. I even emailed them afterwards. I was like, you know, thank you for getting me these parts, but you know, I don't know if there was, if it was a mistake or not, but you know, I didn't pay anything for them. Like by all means, let me know how what I owe you and I'll be happy to pay. And Never heard anything else on it, so I guess we were good there. But brought that out to the shop earlier this week, so they mm. can uh, they can get the parts installed on there. They're going to start it this next week, so hopefully by next weekend we might have a soundbite of the RS4 running and driving. Nice, I'm excited. I think it would be fantastic. You want me to do a drive by for you so you can record it? Yeah, either that or I've got the uh, the DJI Osmo, so I can just set that up. Oh yeah, I do. Yep, have that set to record or something I like can that. Get some drone footage of it for Ooh, you. Yeah, boy, get some aerial shots. It's about time I brought that thing out. Definitely, and the weather's getting so much nicer now. It's perfect weather to be just out and about, enjoying weather, enjoying the cars, enjoying the car scene. I can't enjoy my truck right now. Why not? Oh, cause, wait, you got the parts right? No, you still haven't gotten those titanium parts. No, I. Thought I, I thought told you, you about that. I think you might have. My parts also came in from the UK, but mine showed up empty. So you guys might remember uh, a few weeks ago, Bruce was talking about waiting for a package to show up for some car parts, but it was not for <laughs> a full-sized car. For a seven-scale car. Yeah, you were waiting on what, titanium... Titanium shock towers, titanium top plate. Uh, well, We'll have to put up some pictures of, of the Mojave... But it, no, the package showed up empty, and now I have to do a tug of war with the USPS to see if they'll refund me. If they're not going to refund me, I have to go to Royal Mail, oh my which God. is the UK mail service, I think. Yep. And then I have to see if they'll refund me, and if not, I'm just out 160 bucks in parts. So, and that was that was when you were telling us like crisscrossed back and forth or something like that like it, no, it no, no, here, no, 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 no 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 those were the titanium drive shafts those were here in town then got shipped down back to philadelphia for some reason and then overnighted back up here <laughs> <clears throat> those didn't get stolen um but now i have a chassis on its way and i'm really hoping that doesn't get stolen the, the like my the reason i think that that got stolen is for i think just to go through cust or make customs a little bit easier they literally print out a copy of the receipt of what's in this package like a manifest, with yeah. the prices right there. That's so dumb. So Somebody's going to see that and be like, oh, this stuff must be valuable. Yeah. Just going to rip this open and take it. But yeah, no, when they see how much that chassis was, they're going to be like, oh, yoink. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they're going to open and be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. 
That sucks, though. That's rough. Mm-hmm. But but no, but as I'm tearing the truck down, because I'm just going to put... I, I still got, like, aluminum upgrades for, like, the bulkheads, which are just the things that surround the differentials. Um, I got, like, aluminum upgrades here and there for the entire thing. I'm just trying to slap it back together, and as I'm breaking it down to replace all of those parts, I'm learning. It's like, oh, somehow this hinge pin got really bent and i can't reuse that so now i have to order a new like i didn't even know you could bend like it's such a thick aluminum rod right i didn't even know it was possible and then one of the output shafts on the front differential was bent oh my god and really it, yeah i don't even know how you do that because it's such a short little shaft <laughs> could it be from torque from like putting too much torque on it like no, rotational torque i that- don't think so wow but uh so now i have to re- I originally was just going to rebuild the center differential because I noticed that one was leaking and I got that one successfully rebuilt and now I have to rebuild the front one. Well, you said like the the big draw for you with these cars is, is the rebuilding, right? The tear down and the rebuild. But I like parts <laughs> that I never would have thought or the parts that normally break are staying pretty good. Right. And parts that I would have never thought would have broken. So now I'm just waiting for parts. No, I absolutely love wrenching on this thing. Yeah. I just can't do anything to it right now because mm. I have no parts. <laughs> A-Main uh, Hobbies loves me, though. Oh, they're like, we're going to put them on the VIP list. I think I already am. <laughs> Here's a credit card. There's no limit. Right. There's no limit to this. Just pay us back. Net 90. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do you got, AJ? So I had a debate topic that I thought we could Ooh, discuss. We're master debaters. Yeah. My friend um, got kicked out of music class for saying that. <laughs> well, we're not in music class, so kick us I out now, lie. teach. In high school, <laughs> we got our teacher to laugh by telling her that we were master debaters and cunning linguists. But I also went to a school where I think the teachers knew what was what. And like we knew because they would occasionally drop some cuss words. Some, you know, as our president would say, some malarkey. Gosh darn. Yeah. (laughs) Some shenanigans. So we've brought up this topic before, and I'd really like us to do a kind of a round robin discussion of it, because I know we all have feelings about it, but I also want us to think about how we would feel in this situation, too. The topic is um, elderly driving and if uh, someone should be regulated um, as to what driving capabilities uh, the state would allow them to do if they should have to um, redo their driver's license as they age. Um... And, you know, we want to address this. I mean, obviously, a lot of people have strong opinions about this, but we also want to come at it with not being um, ageist because, you know, I think we all have our opinions, but we all probably know people who are well below the age of 30 who should not be driving as well as people who are above 60 that are driving just fine. over 30. (laughs) You're closer to my age. Well, I'm not sure who you're talking about, but I'm going to pass it along. Like, guys, what do you what do you feel? Um, do you have statistical data that shows that they are less safe drivers? So we have statistics that state that age doesn't seem to play a uh, basis into the accidents. Everybody gets stuck behind an old person every now and again. Just sure. something you got to deal with. I have. To I te- don't think oh. that's grounds to take their license away. No. Um. I will state that uh, my first thought about this subject actually came while I was an undergrad. Um, I was at SUNY Oswego and we were doing a class discussion. And this was what was funny about it. We were doing the class discussion outside because it was just a beautiful day. It was probably around now, like the May area. Um, And we were just having this discussion outside about 
what kind of abilities do you lose cognition-wise as you age? And I won't lie, as we were having this discussion, there is something right outside of the building I was in called a quad. I don't know if everybody's familiar with this, but it is basically a, um, it's just a big square that has stairs that just go down a couple feet into this large area. It's like a community Mainly, area. Community, yes, a community right? area. It is not for driving. And as we're having this discussion oh, on God. aging, we see this. I'm going to go ahead and say it was just a Buick something because I didn't know anything about cars back then, unlike now where I know a little bit about cars. And it was just skipping forward and it just drove. The saber. And we hear bang, bang as it just drove down the stairs into the quad. And this older gentleman got out of the car. He was looking very confused and he was just saying, Does anyone know how I can get to downtown Oswego? And the way he drove down, he would have to have his car brought out because you can't. Like, when I say steps, these are, like, very large steps, so a like, car's just... Like Miss Daisy? Kinda. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, But, like, that's... And it was kind of like... <laughs> we actually felt very bad, because this man was seeming very confused, and um, and not to uh, show that this man represents all elderly, because he, he would not, you know. But there are definitely people in conditions that would make it so that they should not be driving. Yeah, if you have some form of dementia, then someone should be driving you around. Yeah, and I mean, like, uh, I've got first-hand experience with that. My grandmother, she's in her 80s, late 80s, and she was driving up until a year or two ago, and she just, she came to us, and she was straight up. She was like, I don't think I want to drive anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was driving short distances. She was driving, like, the four miles to the grocery store, three miles to the grocery store and whatnot, just around town, but, you know, she was... A cautious, overly cautious. So driving slow, taking corners slow, you know, not, not, you know, keeping up with the rest of traffic and everything like that. And I think it just stressed her out to the point where she was like, this just ain't worth it. Uh, maybe, maybe she had a close call that we just didn't know about. And that was, mm-hmm. that was a catalyst. But I mean, I'm not advocating, I wouldn't advocate to take away anybody's license, but sure. I think, you know, after, I think we should even just make it mandated now where you take a regular regular eye exam you know make sure you make you sure do How every often? time you go in to renew your license you have to read the eye chart well you got to remember that i've only renewed my license once and the one time i had to renew it was because my license got revoked because i didn't have insurance on my car you have to renew it every eight years right this was when i renewed it when i my license got revoked because i didn't have insurance on my car so i didn't have a license actually i think it's less than that i think it's five years now when, when i went in to finally get my license back that was when they did they did the exam they did the test but every time you go into so i didn't know that every every eight years or whatever it is yeah they make you read the chart and i can't my... read it if you can't read it they will they tell you you need to go go to a doctor or something go get like a uh Go get an eye exam, get glasses, come back, and as soon as you can read this, we will renew your license. I mean, I feel like those those isn't really difficult, though. I mean, I don't remember doing it specifically, but I know I did mine not in person at the DMV, but I had my doctor's office send I something to that. I don't know why hmm. it is, but um, yeah, I, and I didn't even use the doctor's office. I used my, I can't, I'm not going to mention where I was working at the time, but I was working for a state agency, and the state agency who had a medical... Uh, place there did my eye test there and then sent the results or actually gave me the printed out written results but um no i could i could see a, a continual um I, I would i'd had be hesitant to say that i think we should do regular road tests and like written tests like 
every every 10 years you got to go in and you got to take a written test and take your driver's test again. I'd be hesitant to say that because I think about it and that would be a massive inconvenience mm-hmm. for everybody sure. that drives. It would create jobs. Would it? <laughs> would it? I think we'd have to have a lot of uh or would it Drivers. just make the DMV worse? Right. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, granted, the, the local DMV in this area, the one that I go to anyway, never, never, never <laughs> Do has a line. Do not say anything nope. more. No. Nope. 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 That is a gem, and we will it not is. give it, it up. It no. certainly is. That's my favorite place that we will not mention. There's never a line. It's yeah. down in... Uh, it's in Cortland. Utica. It's in Cortland, New York. Yeah. Adam, I did the wrong thing on the forms. They corrected it for me. Wow. But then again, at the same time, when I went there to go register the RS4... You about to dismerge their name. Yeah, I am, actually. I, I went there to register the RS4, and I think I... There was something, one line on the form to for the regist- to apply for the title and registration that I smudged with, like, a pen. So I, I corrected the number afterwards, and she was like, you can't modify that. It was at the back of the title. That's what it was. There was, like, a name... Like the spelling on a name on the back of the of the title was wrong, and it was like corrected over the top of it. And she she was like, "You can't modify this title," and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like I've got here's my license, here's my name. Like I it is me on the title. Like my name is on the title here." And she was like, "No, we can't take it." And we kind of went back and forth a couple times. And I was like, "This is ridiculous. Really, you're gonna make me wait to get a, a replacement title for this before I can register it." Until she was finally like, okay. She like she like showed one of her coworkers and they were like, Yeah, it's fine. She was like, Okay, maybe it was somebody new. I don't know. Maybe it was someone having a bad day. Everybody's got a bad day every now and then. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I get a little snippy every now and then, but Oh, we know. Yeah. But what? back what? I do want to redirect us back to our topic But yes, old people need to bring us back to the bullying topic. <laughs> bullying old people. We're we're the no, bullying children. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> back to our topic. Hard cut. Back to our topic. <laughs> anyway, um, old people. I but like I said, I think I would be hesitant to make it a mandatory like every ten years. You can make it even fifteen every ten. I don't, I, I don't know. From the statistics point of view, because I know you like statistics, Bruce. I want to bring up um the tests that I have read, and I know there are multiple tests, but the one that I I was currently looking at uh just stated that out of um all the ages that were interviewed and surveyed um elderly drivers tended to be more self-critical um and accurately reported what speeds they were going um and this was highly uh bloated from when we look at the younger populations driving um and uh it does how fast were you going when you hit those four deer <laughs> yeah. 55 yeah, i swear i swear it was, 55. It was only 55 yeah. why is that blood stain a thousand feet long going yeah, down the road the car is sure? heavier than it looks that's <laughs> a focus sir no this was the accent and for intelligence <laughs> I was definitely only doing 55 <laughs> yes so for intelligence-based questions this was where it got a little interesting because you can't really test as well about how people react in dangerous situations is that what you mean by intelligence like the reaction time and stuff like the cognitive uh, ability yeah because um when questioned about scenarios um older drivers on average tended to answer questions uh with more accuracy now these questions tended to be um what should you do in a situation where your back end starts Mm. uh, swerving or um if your brakes aren't working what would you do and 
that would, I mean, it's assumed <clears throat> that these answers would go just on the basis of experience driving and knowing things as you go along, or what is hydroplaning or how do you react to hydroplaning? Um, Slam on the brakes. Right. Uh, but th that's why the brakes are there to stop your car. <laughs> but <laughs> no, pull the e-brake as hard as you can. Put it in park. You'll stop. Put it into aqua mode. No, but going back to um, what we were discussing a little bit when we were talking about dementia is uh, swerve into oncoming I, traffic. That's going from, that's back from Mustang to drivers. dementia. No, that's mow down crowds of people. Stop, <laughs> stop interrupting AJ. In dementia. Dementia. Um, <laughs> you don't know it's going to happen. Usually. Who am I? So while um, someone like the story I just said the first time that it becomes very apparent to their family may be when they drive into a quad at a college, mm. but um, you won't necessarily know when dementia is happening before it happens. Same thing goes for any generic um, body functioning, because I think everybody at this table agrees that age and wellness are two different things, because you can be, you know, you can be 55 and just not well, or maybe not have good capability over your bodily functions, whereas you can be... 72 and still sharp as a tech. Right. But, you know, we, we still, I mean, I, and I'm sure this is not the last time we're going to bring up this topic, and I hope we're going to have touchdowns on um, other controversial topics in the future as well. I just wanted to kind of get everybody's opinion because, I mean, some of the positive side things is cars can represent freedom. They can represent, it can be fun to drive. You know, I know we have fun driving places, and while, um, like, I will use my mother as an example here, my mother does not find driving fun anymore is and it, is it stressful for her it's very stressful for her and it's very stressful for anybody who drives her because she still has to well no it's not stressful for bruce because he doesn't experience stress like most humans do but for me it's stressful because my mom demands to be the director of the drive uh, even though she is in the past driving yes. right and she tells you how fast you're going even when the metrics in front of you say you're not going certain speeds she says oh you're doing that and then she tells me horror stories like Bruce went so fast that I couldn't see the vehicles that were next to us. And I asked he Bruce. He opened the door when we were doing 71. <laughs> yes. Um, but that like, a very Bruce move. Yes. But now here's the thing with my mom. If I told her, mom, you're not going to be able to drive anymore. She would fight me on it. Right. And then she would argue with me that she never actually wants to drive. She just wants the ability to, mm. you know. And that kind of, it's an interesting, interesting idea. Like, do we look into tying like your your health your overall health condition with require a physical yeah right like if, if you go to the doctor and you get you know your vision is getting worse like are could we mandate them to revoke your license like is there a precedent don't set they already that? do that i don't know that's i don't know if legally blind i'm pretty sure they contact the dmv do they or so. like if if you you know go mentally insane and you have a license, do they revoke your license? Or if you that, have to, if you I, have if I, you I have don't dementia, believe I don't that think part so. I seriously doubt. Yeah, right. I don't believe there's any connection between mental health and the DMV. Right, and that's an interesting topic. You know, should there be? Like, if you get diagnosed with dementia, should you have your license revoked? <sighs> Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, right? But at the same time, like you said, you know. It, Getting, I, I, getting your license and getting your first car, like, that's your first taste of freedom as a kid. Mm -hmm. And you you have that freedom your entire life until you decide to give it up or you get it taken away. And that's that's a real big thing for older folks, you know. They, they, they're they not as mobile. pose a threat to public. 
for public safety, right? But then you get the, you'll get the people that are crying, you know, oh, government overreach and this and that. But can I? Throw well, a- let's oh. j- squash that one right now. Driving is a privilege, not a right. This is true. But I need to throw out a question to you in, in regards to dementia. Mm-hmm. At a, some point, a person who is experiencing dementia uh, may be in the situation where they have no idea what the comprehension is that they've had their driving sk- uh, ability taken away. So unless someone is watching them second by second, which you don't have to do in most scenarios, there's nothing they could stopping them. Pick up the car keys and go out to the car. That's true. And then the responsibility would fall on their next of kin, most likely, um, if they are in a guardianship role. That's interesting. And going back further, not that I want to bring up bureaucracy, and I'm not saying this to be a jerk, but even if we were dictating that doctor's offices had to alert you know certain things now you're creeping into doctor patient confidentiality and also i don't know a doctor's office that's ever going to tell you that they just have plenty of free time that they can now add contacting the dmv for it's as simple as sending an email i'm going to guess you don't work with doctor's offices very often because emails, we still get snail mail things, and they don't get sent doctors, until like a year and a half afterwards. Doctors' offices make trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, trust me, I can tell you some stories about my father's healthcare, like appointments that were supposed to get scheduled that just never got made. Like there were referrals meant to be sent, and my parents would showed up to the appointment, and the doctor's office is like, "What? We weren't mm-hmm. we weren't notified you were going to be here." So I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. Well, and also, I, I think the doctor's office will also advocate that it should not be their role mm-hmm. to contact the government. It would be yeah. up to the family. But Next at the same time, I, I'm trying to think of other scenarios where you have things. The only thing I can think of, because I work in mental health, is there are certain diagnoses or violent aspects that we do have to contact the Department of Homeland Security. Yeah, if someone poses a threat to themselves or to someone else, you as a mental health professional, are mm-hmm. supposed to inform law enforcement. Yes. And now, and do, they, do. do they confiscate their firearms, too? No, they put them on a list. Hmm. Oh. But then, you know, on the flip side of all this, I mean, we we should normalize getting older. You need to be able to recognize that your abilities aren't the same mm-hmm. and that you might be at risk of hurting yourself or hurting your loved ones or hurting the general public, hurting other people. If we normalize that, then they might be more likely to just say, you know what? I'm too old for this. I can't do it. Honestly, I'm pretty sure self-driving cars uh, are yeah. really not that far away. I really uh, don't. I, I know. Um, Ooh, uh, I just came up with some news that we could talk about after this. Okay. You just created some news out of thin yeah. air. Like, you no, know, you, you talking about self-driving cars reminded uh, me. No, I just, I mean, this is, we, we, we can go on and on and on about this topic and I, and I hope that we come back to it in the future, but at the same time, um, it's tough because, um, from a mental health point of view, there is a difference between someone who has violent thoughts and may act on them or is threatening themselves or others and someone whose self depreciating behaviors may cause damage, but won't necessarily, those aren't those can't be reported. Mm. So if someone says, I do love to do LSD and I'm going to in the future, that is not a process to contact law enforcement. That's not. Um, But they can, because here's the thing is that we're talking about a human 
And it's different than saying, I'm going to take a knife and cut myself versus I'm going to take a knife and cut somebody else. That's direct. Whereas you may not have a negative, unhealthy situation from doing drugs and you may not hurt others. However, that can happen in both of them. Sorry to go off topic, just well, off car, Sorry. old people driving and more to do with the reporting of injury to self or others. Crazy story. And I'm not a hundred percent sure it's actually true, but Menendez brothers killed their parents. Mm -hmm. Um, Supposedly one of the brothers was talking to their psychiatrist or uh, psychiatrist or psychologist therapist, like, yeah. therapist, and he openly admitted to killing his parents, but the, the, the therapist was not able to report that. Fortunately, the secretary was within earshot of him admitting this and then they reported it. So in that sense, it, it totally depends <clears throat> on who was acting as the therapist. A lot of people go to counselors who are not licensed counselors, but are great listeners. They are not under any law to report anything. Um, for me, I'm a social worker and I am a licensed social worker. So for me, um, anything, and I always say this, well, I don't do therapy anymore, but when I did do therapy, the first thing I would say is just, you know, what we talk about is confidential, but if there is a topic that comes up that is harmful to you or others, I do have to continue on and report this, but I don't if, have to say it at the time. If someone tells you that in past tense, they murdered someone, not that they're going to, you wouldn't have to report the past murder. I absolutely would. Oh, I just okay. wouldn't tell them I'm going so to. So there's no truth to that Menendez brother thing. Like I said, if they were seeing a counselor. Well, and no, that they, counselor, they, you know, they, they were talking to a licensed therapist with confidentiality. Then that licensed therapist would be held accountable if they didn't report it. Okay. Okay. So yeah. the whole secretary the overhearing exact, thing is probably I mean, not true. The secretary could have called somebody. Mm. Um, I've also, and I mean, I don't know exactly what happened, but in the sense, if, if you told me that you had murdered someone in the past, the last thing I would do is react to that. In my past life? No, if you were saying last last year you killed somebody. Because in my past life, definitely. Well, it, yeah, we know. I would never freak out and call the cops. I would just say, oh, well, how did it make you feel when you did that? You know, because I don't know what you're capable of and I'm going to control the room. But if I have an administrative assistant who's working with me that hears that, I may send a little email, you know, please call 911 right now. You know, um, and including some fancy places have a button that you can push so that your panic button. Yeah, your individual doesn't know. Um, but yeah, if, if that were the case, cause I did see that, um, um, episode that I think you're talking about with the Menendez brothers that, um, absolutely that person would have to be obligated to notify the police on that. God, how stupid were they? I mean, they did a lot of stuff that was stupider than that. Yeah. Well, you know. speaking of stupid people and self-driving cars. Yeah. I want to hear about one this. of the big things that's been in the news this last week is this clown in California. That's been caught. A wait, 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 wait. A California? clown, or are we just calling a guy a clown? We're just calling him a clown. He's not okay. not okay. legitimately like. A I'm licensed... already picking out like Bozo the clown, yes. you know, in a car. No, I, I understand. He's not. Let's you stick know... to the let's stick to the topic of killers and go with Pogo yes. the clown. Uh, anyways, so this this clown in California, not a real clown. Full disclaimer, but this guy in California has been caught and arrested twice for riding in the backseat of his Tesla. I want to say I've seen a video or a picture <laughs> of this on. The most recent time he was arrested and arraigned, they impounded his car, released on his own recognizance or re released pending pending trial, posted bond or whatever, bought another one, 
Cash. Obviously, he is not broke like we are. He's he's an insta quote unquote Instagram influencer. I don't. You make money on Instagram? Allegedly, uh, who knows? But this guy claims to have money. Claims to be the richest eighteen year old or whatever nineteen year old on Instagram, supposedly. And he went out and bought another Tesla. I hope he enjoys losing his license. And was out was caught again out in the backseat driving riding in the backseat of his Tesla. But he's wealthy, so I'm just hoping he loses his license. He's going to. Yep. Oh, I'm waiting for the Adam to tell us that he didn't. But. No, oh, he probably okay. hasn't. Not yet. Okay. But he definitely will. It, it brings up some interesting questions. Like how responsible is the car is a car manufacturer like Tesla for allowing stuff like that? Not at all. You don't think so? No. I'm pretty sure they tell you explicitly when you buy the car not to do stuff like that. So, I mean, they're not, they can't be held liable, but do you think that they should brick his car? absolutely stop him from buying more or at least disable those features that allow him to do that yeah i think at the very least it's in the realm of once again do and i don't know the answer to this do they have access to the information that he got arrested well it's public knowledge at this point i believe but you i don't know do they do a background check for criminal history for every car but i also don't think it would be that much for them to reach out to tesla and be like hey here's this kid's vin number why don't okay. you go ahead and disable these features? Well, that would be my next question is who would be doing the information? So it would be doing the police agency Law contacting. Yeah. yeah. And also the fact that he hasn't been court. He, has, he hasn't been convicted yet either. Oh. I think I think that's probably a big one. He hasn't sure. been convicted of these of these reckless endangerment or reckless right. driving charges yet. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and guess he was the smart person who put video evidence on the internet. All over Instagram. Okay. So it's not like always. That's going to be there's 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 been videos of people driving on the California freeways. See him in the backseat of this car driving itself down the highway or Jake Paul driving. Uh, on the So did he disable the thing where you have to no give occasional pressure to the steering wheel? So I did. I was researching that because I was curious. And apparently there's two different forms of the self-driving autopilot for Tesla. There's one like what I was talking about that my brother's car had where you have to occasionally give it input. Um, Then there's the full point a to point b driving where it will take you from from your destination doesn't just keep you in the lines and the the adaptive cruise like it will take you on off ramps change lanes all of that all on its own which is an extra like ten thousand dollar option apparently on teslas so you told me i was crazy and that teslas did not do this we had a conversation not that long ago yeah I think you still have to. There's a, still a sensor on the steering wheel. Because like I, it's I, I've I've seen videos of people doing this where they literally tap something on their phone and the car brings itself right to them. Yeah, even even um like my brothers will do that. That's the bring to you feature or something mm. like that. It'll it'll back out. <laughs> I'm of sorry, that. I just like had a Kool Aid image in my head of the car. For- Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm here. Door pops open. <laughs> Get in. Yeah. Sorry. So. Oh, your car can be your getaway driver. <laughs> huh. But no, I guess this is just a different tier of the autopilot. Like, I I think you there's still... That a, almost seems like that shouldn't... You should not be... People should not have access to that just yet. Well, I think there's still there's still a defeat, a defeat device that you have to put on the steering wheel. Like, I've read that some people will take a tennis ball and stick it between the, st- the spokes. So what that does is it puts pressure on the steering wheel. So it detects like you like you have your hand on it. Some people will attach it like a water bottle 
So the swishing of the water bottle will induce enough torque on the steering wheel to so make you're, it. You're literally telling me that we're at the precipice of a grand new age of technology. And the first thing humans do is figure out how to be lazier than they have to be. Is that even a real question? I know. I, I That's a low, it's a loaded question. I literally also study people and I can tell you the right. answer to that. Yeah. Yeah. So needless to say, this guy out in California has been making a bit, big buzz on all the Tesla subreddits and Tesla forums. Giving yeah. Tesla owners a bad name because, you know, well, you know not just that he's, and this is me going to be a fuddy duddy since I am the oldest person in the room, I think, where I'm going to say he's also going to do something and people are going to mimic it. Right. You're going to just see it more and more because they're seeing yeah. the attention that he's getting. The, sure. Like he's all over the news. His Instagram followers or what have you are through mm -hmm. the roof. People are going to think that it's cool and they're going to want to, you know, like you said, emulate that. And even behavior. if he does lose his license, he's not going to say that on Instagram or at least not say it in a way that doesn't make him look cool yeah. or like the government's just after him. There was even, the, he was even interviewed by like a news, one of the news organizations out there. And he was like, well, well there isn't anything else happening in the world. So, no, right. There's yeah. nothing else better to report on. Well, then he was like, Elon Musk, he's a super smart guy. Like I trust, I trust his technology. And it's like, this guy is an absolute idiot. But, mm -hmm. uh, yep. Hmm. Fun. Yeah. So I believe it's probably a good time that we're at that we can table this discussion for another time. And we can end our day today with some trivia facts. I love trivia. How, how are you feeling, Bruce? Trivia facts. All ah, right. Let's get some trivia. Fact, factual um, trivia. I got some true and false questions and I got some just age old trivia. Which one would you like to do first? Age old trivia. Okay. Yeah. So, um, do you guys happen to know um, when Nimoy. the first U.S. toll roads opened? No, I do not. Want to take a guess? Was it part of the interstate system? It was the first interstate. Oh. Going from Pennsylvania to Connecticut. Oh, wow. Oh, was there a name? No. I'm just oh, asking the just, year. Oh, the year. Yeah. Some I'm sorry, I, I thought I said when. Sometime in the... 68. 40s. It was in 92. What? 1792. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Obviously, it wasn't, wow. it wasn't at the time used for automobiles, but it was no. set up as uh, a toll road. And I believe, and you guys can correct me, um, I'm pretty sure a carriage can get going kind of fast. Sure. Yeah. So... Horses would can have go to pretty have, fast. Yeah. Depends on the horsepower. Um, yes. <laughs> in 1896. Nothing runs faster than Transylvania oh, Clydesdales. That's right. In 1896. I this, don't even know if those are real horses. This model became the first production motor vehicle in the U.S. Or Model T. 1896. Model T? No, Model T was until 19, early 1900s. Um, ugh. I'll tell you right now, I've never heard of this car. Yeah, I probably haven't either then. I'm not even going to venture a guess. It's like the company that made the Beverly Hillbillies car. Maybe. This is called the D-U-R-Y-E-A. The Duryea. Duryea. Okay. Um, in 1900. 1900. The Michelin Guide came out with, or that was the first time that Michelin came out with their guide. In it. Guide? Contained a list of blank tires. <laughs> uh, pass. <laughs> <laughs> the, in 1900, the Michelin came out with a guide, uh, and it really just listed 
all of the gas stations in France. What? What? <laughs> Apparently, at the time, people who had vehicles in France, and I'm going to say this is kind of related to, like, Tesla stations, nobody knew where they could get gas, or they would drive to a certain place and it's not It's not like gas stations were anything right. like they are today. Right. Oh, so, in the first guy, that happened, and then... Um, one of the things that I will bring up that's related to TV shows that we've had, and I think this could be something that we could talk about on the show, um, if you guys, I have to ask, and pardon me for having a, a senior moment, did we all three of us watch um, the Lovecraft show together? I haven't seen it. Okay, did you watch it with us? I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, Lovecraft count- Country. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. You and I did. You, okay. So in that, he is making a car guide, which um, is specifically for uh, people of color mm-hmm. and safety. But apparently, I was reading a lot of a lot of these guides came out as um, places to stop and eat. And just because, I mean, these were, you know, mass produced things. So it, it started off as just gas stations, but then it came up to which services are available in each town that you went to. And I think that's something the that full I'll, service I'll or self-service. That's right. You know. All right. Little known fact. If it's in New Jersey. I was going to say, did you know in, did you know in New Jersey, service? you're not allowed to pump your own gas? Tec- I did Very technically, legally, you are not allowed to pump your own gas, but I've done it. I uh, would. I, I had a friend from New Jersey who came up here and she said it's so weird that I did it myself. And then she asked if she could. And then I thought it was the weirdest thing in the world. I thought, it, I thought. I th- I somehow the, thought that it was her family's the weird gas thing, station attendant she... was not happy with me, but I was just like, dude, just get away from my car. I live in New York. I know how to do this, idiot. Yeah. Good thing I never go to Jersey. It's like I know you like expect tips and whatnot, but just no way. Get, get away from my car. Out of here. All right. My last question before the true or false ones is can you guys tell me the duo or the driver and the driver partner? that became the first person to drive across the continental U.S. Batman and Robin. <laughs> no, I can't, but I know it was in, like, 1906. Lewis and Clark. It was 1903. Yeah. It was Horatio Nelson Jackson, and he was an American physician and automobile engineer, pioneer, and his driving partner was Sewall or Sewall Crocker, and they became the first people to drive an automobile across, across the lower 48. That's right. So I just had an idea for next week's episode, a topic of discussion. Do we have time to go drive across country and back? Yeah. No, I was going to talk about the cannonball run. It'll take us about three and a half days to get over to California, three and a half days to get back. What if we go south and then north back? Slightly longer. But we'll see more things. Um, it's true. No. Next week I vote we discuss the cannonball run. Okay. Okay. Which is, for those of you who don't know, that is the fastest time to get from New York City to California. The record standing right now is 22 hours, 21 hours to get from New York to Cali. That's very illegal. Yes. There's a lot of planning involved. There's spotters involved. There's peeing in bottles. Peeing in bottles. Or sometimes just on the seat. And average speeds in excess of 120 miles an hour the entire way Now, where do you find highways that go that fast? Oh, I get it. Just said very illegal. I know. I'm going on to the true or false now. Okay. Carry on. So I just want you true. guys to guess if you okay false. you can say it's true. All no, right. he, the, I, got, uh, I got the first one. Is are we moving on to true or false? Yeah. Hey, true. All right. 
And that's all I have for the day. So you're false. Oh, no. All right. Nice. Um, Until next time, we are holding a remote key starter under your skull. Works. True. Can amplify the range. True. That it acts. True. True. Or true. False. That is true. Um, not only tested. have I personally tested it and weirdly found it to be true, and um, I've actually down done the research on it, and that your skull, which is solid, and your brain matter, which even though it's solid, functions mostly like a liquid, acts like a uh. Oh, what do you call it? Reverb? No. A sonar almost. Like it sends out the thing larger and you actually open your mouth and it just... So here, here's a question. What about people that don't have a brain, like people that drive Chrysler Pacificas? Um, I don't think they would ever have a remote key starter because they That's would true. never lock their car in the first place. That's a good point. That's a very valid point. Who's going to steal a Pacifica? That's right. All right. Are you ready for the next question? Yep. True. Okay. Um... Los Angeles, California, has the worst traffic in the United States, with commuters waiting 82 hours a year in traffic. True. Yeah, true. So this is false. It is actually Washington, D.C. Wow. That has the worst traffic More in the United States. More congested than Los Angeles. I'm assuming it's because zero people live in Washington, D.C., in the actual center part of it. Because the, uh, um, those, say, are, those are all jobs, and around four or five at night, they're all going to be leaving. Releasing, not to mention tourists upon tourists walking all over the place. Mm. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. A car is stolen in the United States every 45 seconds. Hmm. True. Watch, he's going to come back and be like, actually, it's 46 seconds. I wasn't going to do something that small. <laughs> <laughs> trying to remember because like there was some crazy statistic about like cars that get stolen in hawaii um oh my god yeah really yeah Yeah, that's an interesting topic uh i guess i'm gonna go with true as well it is true in fact we are um a little smaller than the world average because um we have less cars stolen in the united states than other countries so that brings our average down to 45 seconds where i want to say the world's is like 35 every 35 seconds but yeah we have that all Hmm. right the name hyundai is korean for serenity false false do you guys know what it means no it means what did you say it was serenity tranquility so i think that would be so close that would have been a true thing but no the word hyundai is korean for the modern age or modernity. Hmm. Yeah. Got some knowledge. Get some yeah. knowledge today. Interesting. See, I think the true or false section was a little more successful. <laughs> yeah, because it's yeah. a coin flip. You got But it's also interesting. Shot. There are some interesting conversation points when we talk about that. So <sighs> I have to shit on everything. That is it's your role. Who here. I am. You really it's are written into your contract. You really are a bully, Bruce. Yeah. You really are an awful person. It's a good thing he's never going to listen to this podcast because <laughs> he has to get permission first anyway. But um <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's a cold ass honky. <laughs> oh yikes. Well, when he does get back to being friends with you guys, this is certainly this, listen to the episode <laughs> episode not to tell him to listen to. Yes. Not to tell him to listen to. All he had to do was follow the damn train. Right. That's a Manuel. That's another subject. I know. So I guess that's it for this fine episode. Yes. This, yeah. This is um jam packed full episode. 
Um, and I think we even left out some comments from people, but we'll have to get to yes, those the first time next time. I, I have not forgotten you, those of you who have commented we can on do the show. comments now. Okay. Okay. But in the future, they will never come after me because my section must be the last. Right. Always? Yes. Always. I know. You'll be at yeah. my show watching, waiting, commiserating. Oh. For no. shame. Say it ain't so. I'll give you 182 reasons why I'm not going to answer that. So, you uh, know where they get their name from? No. Because it's uh, point one one point eight two or something like that. Less than it, one. It's point. It's less than a second to blink. Oh, point one eight two seconds. Yeah, something, something like that. that. Interesting. Gee, what were our comments? So the comments, anyway. So on our last episode, I miss you. Right. Please continue. Bruce. Okay, all right. Sorry, I'm just making sure that Bruce is getting out of his system. So uh, when we when episode eight went live, Matt commented, "Take off your pants," and, and said, uh, "I." Th- we were talking about our dream cars, and Matt said, "I think my dream car would be um, one that I loved from the original Need for Speed PC game, the Ferrari 512 TR, which I actually had to look up the 512 because I w- didn't remember what it was. It's actually similar to the Testarossa. I believe it's a different." It's the same body, but a different trim level of the Testarossa was my... Or maybe TR stands for Testarossa, and I'm just being dumb. Maybe we can get a picture in our next content upload. Not crazy familiar with Ferrari's lineup. I know the only one that's ever really, like, drawn my eye, I guess, is the 430. Yeah. The 458 Italia is really familiar to me, because that's my favorite. That's my favorite Ferrari. Um, So that was cool. That was kind of a cool comment. Um, I remember I was actually going out for a job interview when I had the TT once upon a time and I was on the thruway and a Testarossa came up behind me and we rode tandem a Ferrari Testarossa behind me while I was driving the TT for like 15, 20 minutes on the thruway. It was wicked cool. Blocking up traffic. No, no we were getting, ahead of, getting ahead tandem. of, getting ahead of traffic. He was behind me. That's tandem, not side by side. Okay. So he was behind me the entire time. Anyway. And we get it. You were in love. And it was very brief. Yes. It was good. And uh, Matt also commented on our uh, episode seven. We were talking about automotive scandals, uh, some manufacturer collabs, and uh, the import rule. And he was talking about what he would want to import, which was a uh, an Evo 5. Uh, he said he had a Mirage back in the day and used to dream about getting the front clip to convert it. But it wouldn't have been all-wheel drive, and it wouldn't have been a real Evo um that's fine neither are most of the other evos <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> so a lot of people just throw the wing on there and say ah good enough or it's like taking a wing an sti wing and sticking it on your wrx see that's the thing like y- you're gonna think i'm crazy if i ever bought an sti the first thing i would do is try and work out some deal where i just do a color matched wrx trunk swap with the dealer it's like just you know it's it's an upsell for whoever buys the WRX. I do not want this trashy looking wing on this car. Please. I love I love the wing. Yeah, I know you, you do. See, I'm kind of conflicted though because like I love the look of the wing on the STIs. I think it makes the whole image. No, but at the same time, you I, are wrong. I do love the sleeper aspect where oh that looks just like a regular A4, and then as you get closer, why is it so loud? Why does it have flared fenders? I debadge mine too. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, but he did say that he put 115000 on the original engine and then put a used one in it and then ran it for another 40000 on it. So nice. he had it from new and drove it for seven years. I think that's uh, that's commendable, keeping a car oh, for that absolutely. long. 
Yeah, and Matt, we want to say thank you for reaching out for us, and please, um, in the future, if you have any topics that you want us to discuss, please let us know, or if there's topics that we talk about that you really find scintillating, please let us know that too. And speaking of scintillating topics, uh, another an, another actually got comments in person from uh, one of my coworkers, Sean, and he was saying that uh, the, the trivia was really good, he enjoys the trivia, and he also enjoys your sneakily placed Pacifica references, which mm-hmm. I had to correct him numerous times that, that they're not sneaky and that they should be uh, they're executed. awful no yeah. they're awful i also enjoy them because he dies inside every time you do it i'm dying inside True. right now okay so um well, that I'm explains good. the smell okay yes i'm rotting right now <laughs> i'll just get some i'll just get some baking soda you can just call yeah. me a pacifica at this point because mm-hmm. that's what pacifica smell like anyway 13 cup holders canada pretty maple, sure, maple syrup pretty sure the uh Subaru Ascent has more than that. There was a Subaru that had a lot of cup holders. Like 17 cup holders. For all the dogs and cats that had to have food and drink bowls in the back. Exactly. But I think it's getting to be that time. It is. We're about to have a fire and, and wrap up this uh, this fine Saturday. So, until next time. I'm Aaron. I'm Bruce. Ooh, this is fun. Who can I be? <laughs> I'm Sergio. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you guys. All I know is he's not Adam. No, and I'm the walrus still. Did I say my name? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Alexander. Now I'm confused. I really threw a monkey wrench into that, didn't I? You're welcome. I was just because I introduced myself first, then you went second. He was, I was so we did Oh, it I want to be the last one on the episode. So the longest car drive or the first long distance car drive was done by Bertha Benz. Not making that up. She was the wife of Benz, the guy that. Mercedes? Did, Yes. Wait. Oh, no, his name is not Mercedes. Oh. Mr. Benz. Yeah, it was Daimler's, the people who own Mercedes. I know, I'm being trying to make Mr. Benz's wife, Bertha Benz, was the first long-distance driver. Daimler Benz. For for the last time, we love you. I'm Adam. For real this time. I'm Sergio, still. And I'm Aaron. Or Bruce. Peace out. A.K.A. Bruce. (laughs)